0: Welcome back to another episode of Readiness Radio with me, your host Aaron Sigerman, and my co-host sitting right next to me, Eduardo Silva. Hello. Why hello, sir. How are you? Good. Today we're going to be talking about Tall Poppy Syndrome. Mm. Is that a, anything to do with a poppy seed bagel? No, not at all. Oh. Actually, Tall. So this is something that I heard. I can't remember the first person that told me this terminology but I'm certain it was an Australian. I want to say that it was massive Joe, mm-hmm. um, who uh, sells our supplements at uh, massivejoes.com. massive It's a shameless plug for Joe. Yeah, shameless plug. Um, but, um, it, it could have been any one of our distributors over there, Pat or Paul, or somebody over there, maybe even Tony Doherty. I remember, uh, us discussing You're just public, all the Australians, in your all life Australians that I can think of that are successful, <laughs> that, that could be knowing about this. So, so, um, so they told me like tall poppy syndrome is unique to Australia, especially bad maybe in Australia. And I asked, you know, what is a tall poppy syndrome? What, is, what does that even mean? And so they said basically when a poppy grows too tall, when a poppy plant grows too tall, you uh, harvest it, right? Mm-hmm. It means you chop, you chop off the poppy, the plant, right. the, the, the actual uh, flower, right? Right. And um, so in Australia, when somebody grows too tall... When they get too big for the britches, so to say, you gotta chop them down. And that is called tall poppy syndrome. And obviously, not everybody in Australia subscribes to this idea, but I thought it was a interesting, unique terminology for what we might call in America, it gets, the words get overused, hater, right? Haters, yep. Haters. Uh So a hater, right, is somebody who wants to see you do poorly or wishes bad things on you. Um, It says, so tall poppy syndrome, the actual definition is a perceived tendency tendency to discredit or disparage those who have achieved a notable wealth or prominence in public life. Let's see what it says about haters. What is a hater? I'm going to Google that. See how similar that is. So a hater is a person who greatly dislikes a person or a thing. Yeah. So it's not it doesn't necessarily have to be a successful. I think person. it's more like the hater culture. Yeah, the hater hate
1: culture people. is like anything, uh, like anybody. Oh, well, he got nicer sneakers than me, man.
0: Yeah, it like says here just in just Urban Stolen from somebody, like <laughs> you
1: know something like uh, Urban
0: Dictionary says a hater is a result, of, uh, a hating is a result of being a hater but it is not exactly jealousy. A hater doesn't really want to be the person she hates, but rather wants to knock the person that yeah, they hate. Yeah. So, uh, But I think tall poppy syndrome has a little bit more in terms of an actual jealous factor that mm-hmm. they, that they um, see them doing too well and they want to knock them back down a little bit. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Now, obviously – this is something that I'm sure you guys have dealt with, listeners have dealt with in your life in some aspect or another, and I think that it is unfortunately kind of permeated the culture, not just in Australia, but I think everywhere. And so, um, one of the things that I've went through, and I think that everybody will go through, especially if your goal is to be a success in life and business. Um, even it, you can be somebody can you know be going through toll poppy syndrome for whatever they may be doing that is achieving or succeeding or excelling in any really. Aspect of life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's funny. Um, this is something that I want to talk about. I want to talk about what I have noticed in terms of the um, the cycle of success. Yeah. So something funny that happened to me um, that I've noticed. I think I've talked to you about it before. Is that when I started to do good. Uh, a lot of people were rooting for me, yeah, because uh, I was an underdog. It's always easy to root for the, the underdog. Loves the
1: underdog, right? Yeah, everybody underdog.
0: loves the underdog. It's like a it's like a thing, you know. You're rooting for Rocky, or you're rooting for LeBron, and LeBron's a cocky asshole. You uh, know, and, in our industry,
1: look at uh, how many people cheered uh, Phil Heath when he first won the Olympia. Oh
0: yeah, people were excited for uh, Phil he Heath. Now he's an arrogant asshole, right? Yeah. So it, it's it's something that certainly happens. So the first step, in my opinion, is that they they. Um, they like you. They're excited for your success, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're excited that you're like doing something with yourself. And then the next stage of this would be where... They're happy for you, like you're doing good. They're happy for you. They, they people around you want to know how it's going. They're genuinely happy. You're know, like, oh, you've look succeeded. at him. He's doing good for himself. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, you've succeeded. So they're happy. They're happy about you for you. And then the next stage is where they're kind of start to think maybe he changed. Yeah. You know, yeah. oh, he's changed a little bit. He's not quite the same guy as I used to know, right? And then the the next level. Is where um, they start to say they they're, they're not so happy. Like, well, Maybe they maybe that person did something unfair. Maybe he had some extra advantage. Maybe he stole something to achieve yeah. this level of success. Yeah. Something he must have. I've heard this before plenty of times. He must have done something really wrong to get to this level. Yeah, you he Must know, have like, cheated somebody He or has stepped, cheated. stepped on someone. Think yeah. of all the th- bad things he had to do to get to that place, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the final step, in my opinion, is where they are uncomfortable, where you have now made them uncomfortable and they're looking at themselves in a certain way where they're saying, well, you know, why not me? Or like looking at their life and being like, maybe I'm not enough. And that's where you get where the, the actual hate comes in mm-hmm. or the, where they're ready to chop down your poppy, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. where they look at themselves and they say, you know, uh, like for you, like you, you're doing all this and traveling the world and making good money, yeah. driving Mercedes, some of the people that are still working at the Apple store yeah, where, where sure. you were a few, just, you know, three years ago, three years ago, yeah, they're, they're saying to themselves, uh, you know, screw this guy, you know, um, that I don't like him him anymore. Um, And that's because they're saying, you know, internally, they may not voice this, but internally, they're looking at their life and saying, like, where did I not go right? Or what options or opportunities did I pass up? And this is something that I think happens. um, Unfortunately, most people are like this. Now, so what I wanted to talk about is how to not be like that, and also how to deal with people that are that feel that way about you. Yeah, yeah. Don't be
1: a poppy chopper. Don't, don't be like, a poppy. Poppy choppers are not good. Yeah, no one likes a poppy
0: chopper. It's funny. I, I can think of a good example. Um, so, um, so you know, there was a picture on um, on Facebook, and I don't know if you remember this. I don't remember if I showed it to you. I know I showed it to Darielle. You mm-hmm. know, it was a Bugatti, right? This a Bugatti was. If you don't know, is a is a multi million dollar car. It was a new um, Bugatti Sharon. Uh, Which is like two million bucks or something. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is enough to make most people very uncomfortable. They see a car like that. And the the impulse is, you know, fuck that guy. Right. Right. And I get it. I understand human nature. And I, I, even though I totally 100% disagree, um, it, I do understand that that makes people uncomfortable, which goes to, you know, level five. Mm-hmm. Which is level five poppy cutter. Yeah. And once they're at level five, you know, they can't control themselves. So in this picture, this beautiful blue car um had a spray paint on the side, it had red spray paint that said, Fuck you. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, yeah you did show it to me. And yeah. so um so I looked at that and I was like, Damn, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Like this guy I mean, have worked his ass off. He may have sacrificed and done everything in his power to achieve this and this may be the guy's dream and uh, maybe you don't agree with it maybe you think he should spend his money another way but he's the one who worked that hard to do it so it's his choice so he did and here he gets this car it's brand new obviously because the car just came out that that car and he walks outside and sees his car says, spray paint fuck you on it yeah and it's like man i, I can imagine how sad that guy or how bad he must have felt or angry that make me living. yeah That'd make me live Like be like dude like you don't know how much you know, time I've
1: sacrificed not seeing my family, traveling? Yeah. Who knows what he did? Everything
0: you've been through, whatever it is that you've uh, been through to like get there. So here's the funny part, or yeah. the sad part is that I read the comments, mm-hmm. and I, it was like a thousand comments, and almost all of them were like, "Fuck that guy! You know of he's course. an asshole. He deserved it. What's he doing driving that car around? Those people starving. He should in the give world, yeah. He should yeah. give that money to charity or yeah. whatever." And it was so many bad comments that I was blown away, yeah. and it's really just. Uh, it's, it shows, you know, it's indicative of yeah. this whole thing that we're talking about, the the poppy cutting, right? Yeah. So yeah. I will admit, there was a time I remember distinctly where I was driving, I was getting my first nice car. I, know, I don't know why we're talking specifically about cars, but that's the easiest example. Yeah. So I was going to get my first nice car, and I was driving in the car with Jonathan Martin, who sells Mercedes, Mercedes right? Mercedes, yeah. And so I got my car. And so I'm driving in the car. And he tells me, like, uh, this was um, I a very excited day because I was getting the car. And he told me that a, my customer before me came in and bought two AMG, Mercedes, one for him and his wife, cash. And, nice. uh And he bought them those cash, sight unseen. Like, he just looked at them, and he's like, I'll take these two. And wow. uh, for whatever reason... My first impulse was fuck him. Yeah. yeah, really. Like that was my first impulse. And you know what I did? I said I literally stopped myself before I said anything, to Jonathan, and I like tried to reprogram myself. And I literally stopped myself from saying it. This is years ago also. Yeah. Is, but, so that's why I can say I I can understand where people come from cuz I felt it for a minute. And I stopped myself and said, like, what why do I think that? Like why was I going to say that? What inside of me made me feel a certain way, a jealous type of way that I had negative feelings to this guy who I didn't know. And and uh, for all I knew, this guy is a, uh, you know, done anything in his power to provide for him and his family and his wife. And, and maybe he's too busy or whatever. Maybe he's been uh, grinding away for years and years. And this is the culmination of finally doing something for himself. Who knew? Who knows? Maybe he's just a really decisive guy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I stopped myself and I literally told Jonathan, I said, good for that guy. That's awesome. I'm happy for him. And, uh, so that's really, so the reason why I point out this specific incident is because I think that is the key. I think that there is an impulse, um, in human nature, to want to see uh, people who are doing too well not do well. And uh, people love, as much as they love an underdog story, they love a fall from grace.
1: Yeah, those people don't like want you to do good and do, but like once you get to like way better than them where it comes to a point where it's like, it, they perceive it as unattainable. I yes. think that's when they get, that's when the discomfort comes. It's like, well, how did he get? Rich, and I'm, like, still here. How'd that happen? Who'd he fuck over? He couldn't have done it just by working hard. You know, I work hard, too.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, so... So I wanted to tell you guys out there. So this is a twofold show. One is to how to prevent yourself from feeling this way, from being a hater or whatever. Because like I said, it's going to happen around you. There's no there's no way to prevent it. I do think it's human nature. Mm-hmm. So on one hand, the one thing I want to tell you is that stop yourself when you feel this, when you say it, especially when you verbalize it. You feel the pop cutting you know, coming on. Stop yourself. Take a moment. Pull okay. yourself back from that. Even if you've already screwed it up and said thing. Mm-hmm. Take a minute to reverse it and then say out loud the opposite thing. And I know we talk a lot about visualization and uh, materializing what you want in the world and the universe. And I think this is a really good step because this, what you're doing when you're saying, fuck that guy is putting out negativity and that negativity will 100% uh, manifest into negative more and more. And then negative stuff will happen to you and, and, your whole trajectory of your life and your success will be affected by little things like this because it's habits, Yep. And if your habit is to see somebody, because there's always going to be people more successful than you. I mean, I uh, I know quite a few people that make me look like a poor, uh, unsuccessful you know, newbie at business in general. There are a lot of people out there like that. Mm-hmm. So if every time I talk to one of them, I thought, fuck that guy, uh, instead of like, what can I learn from this person? Mm-hmm. Or what can I pick up? What habits is he doing that I'm not doing? um then you're going to be heading in the wrong direction. And so, like, for me personally, when I'm around somebody that's much more successful than me, my eyes and ears are fucking wide open um, because I want to take in whatever they're doing because they obviously are doing something I'm not doing, or maybe they're just doing something harder than I'm not doing or that I am already doing. Um, So I'm always very, very conscious of what they're saying and how they got there, and that's why I love success stories. One of the, the types of books that I like the most is success stories because you can see how other people are able to achieve stuff. And you can also know, internally know, and digest the fact that it is possible. So, whatever you want to do, you know, it is doable. And other people have done it before. You won't be the first person to do it. So, yeah, they all, most people
1: started from nothing really. Look yeah. at uh, one of your friends, Jordan Zimmerman. Yeah. Started, like, his first office was a dump. Yeah, and, like, a little shack. And a little shack, yeah. Now, look at he's got, building
0: right off 95. He's a multi-billionaire. Billionaire, yeah. yeah. And he has achieved all of that. I need to get him on the show. Yeah. I'll text him after this and see if I can get on the show. Yeah. The uh, All of that success was uh, self-made. So yeah, I'm going to listen to him real close. And there's not a moment of time when I talk to him or anybody like him uh, where I think to myself, fuck this guy. Right. Um, it just doesn't exist in me. And uh, that one time that I can remember, I'm sure there's other times in my life, if it even rears its head for a moment, I stop myself and think about how happy I am for that other person. Because the people who are happy for your success are the are gonna be the most the best people relationship wise to be in with you and to be around and those are the people that are gonna propel you forward. And the people well, that aren't happy for your success are even kind of ambivalent for your success or your progress are people you want to avoid. And and that's a whole other show about who to hang around so and who not to and who to hang with. not to yeah. hang around with. Yeah. yeah. We could I, I think we've even done I've even done that in the past, but I could revisit that. Yeah. Because that is a very big thing. Cause who you you know they always say uh what is it? Uh sleep with the dogs, get the fleas kind of thing. Yep. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, that is really a hundred percent true. You surround yourself with people you want to be like or have something that you want to get from them or to learn from them, and you're gonna do well, surround yourself with people you'd like to be like.
1: Because somebody always says, like, show me your company, I don't show you who you are, or yeah, something like that. Like that's true. You your
0: company. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of great quotes so on So I just uh, hang out with you.
1: Yeah. So my poppy grows taller.
0: <laughs> and you know I'm not gonna cut it down. <laughs> no, so you so won't try to chop my poppy. Yeah, I won't chop your poppy. <laughs> and so on the the, on the flip side, one is how to stop yourself. And then the other side we're, we're already touching on is that it, experiencing success and experiencing these uh, people around you that want to chop you down. You really truly need to be very careful with who you surround yourself with. And don't, when you hear the negative things, you have to let it flow right off your back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you will do well. I mean, I, I can't tell you that some, there's been times in my life where I'm really perplexed. And I've even asked the of other people around I me. Mean, Am I doing something I don't know about? I miss something? Did, sure. I, did I miss something about myself? <laughs> Maybe I just don't know myself that well. Like, why would somebody? Because I feel like you know, I'm a nice guy. I treat people with respect. You know, I, I don't do anything bad to people. You know, I uh, I the, believe in the of, golden rule. Of the tall poppies I've met, you're uh, you're people one of the ni- you're out. one of the nicer. Thank, ones. You. Thank uh, you. But but like yeah, a lot of people
1: uh, want to chop your poppy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's really true. And so I mean, even in times of my life, I've really like tried to like. Examine myself and see if maybe there's something I'm doing. Or I told you you're too nice. Most people I've told say you I'm a, too a nice. A million times. I was like, dude, you're way too nice. Like you're. A- <laughs> I should be probably a lot more cutthroat. And um, so oh. I don't know. Uh, but I, I think that's just a symptom of all the stuff we're talking about. Yeah. I don't think it's me specifically. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, maybe people are better. Honestly, probably better at just cutting people out. Who mm-hmm. want to try to cut their poppy, right? Yeah. This maybe Jordan Zimmerman has a hundred times more than me. But as soon as he tastes one you know little he sniffs a sniffs little whiff little of, cutter. Uh, of like uh, somebody taking out their yeah. blade to chop yeah. it he's yeah. immediately done with them they're gone for good <laughs> well. uh, whereas for me you know i'm more of a person i'm more soft-hearted with a lot of people you yeah, know they try especially to chop like, it a couple of times you give them another chance so like,
1: yeah, yeah, he barely chopped either. it he, yeah he didn't really hit uh, it
0: he nicked it yeah which is not a good that is yeah. not a good quality you have to keep be careful about who you're around and also even more importantly than that because there's some people some things you just can't prevent especially with the internet and and um and everything else out there these days, the social media kind of generation we're around, you uh, you can't avoid. Negativity in the comments and people trying to to uh, to cut you down. So what you have to do instead is ignore it. And uh, while that can be very difficult to do, and I will admit, you know, I'm one for sure that uh, that it's difficult to do, is um, remove the source. So like, I'll give you an example. So there was somebody on social media that I saw a lot that gave me bad feelings. I'd see them and I want I like oh every time I saw him. And then sometimes I couldn't even help but even look because I'd see him, an old business person. And so I'd see him and I and I it aggravate me one way or another. So what I did is not to prevent that person from seeing me, but me from seeing them, I blocked them, right? And so you have the option now to delete comments and block people, no problem, on social media. And that's the same thing that you should do. Um, Take that and carry that over into your real life and your personal life and know that um, if you have the negative comments, just block the person. And uh, you do have the option to um, who you want to be around and if you're going to allow somebody the ability to make you upset and to to, uh, cut you down. And uh, ultimately, it all comes down to decision. Everything we're talking about is a decision, and you are in control of how you feel and what you let around you. So if somebody's making you upset, it's because you're allowing them to make you upset. You don't have – you have the choice to not um, allow that.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's always uh, – you can't uh, control other people's emotions. You can't right. control how you react to them. So that's the, that's the most important thing because you can't control other people. They're going to do whatever they want.
0: All right, folks, that was a short episode of Readiness Radio. Hopefully you enjoyed it and you got something out of it. Don't let anybody chop your poppy.
1: And don't chop other people's poppies. Not
0: nice. No, I agree. Till next week. Bye, guys.